Hello and welcome to that film studio. I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Hocus Pocus 2. Directed by Anne Fletcher, Hocus Pocus 2 is the fantasy comedy film starring Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy New Jimmy as they reprise their roles as the Sanderson sisters. The movie is out now on Disney Plus, but if you haven't watched Hocus Pocus 2 yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers about both movies. As the title indicates, this is the long-awaited sequel to the original Hocus Pocus film from 1993. Luke, you have the plot. It's been 29 years since someone lit the black flame candle and resurrected the 17th century sisters, and they are looking for revenge. Now it's up to three high school students to stop the ravenous witches from wreaking a new kind of havoc on Salem before dawn on All Hallows' Eve. Okay, so I think just full disclaimer um, with this. So obviously at the moment, we're doing a bit of catch up with with our reviews that we're putting out. So I watched this when this came out, which would have been, I think it was September, wasn't it? That this, I think this came out. I watched it then. I haven't gone back since. And even when I was prepping this episode, I was looking at certain characters and I was like, I don't even remember them being in the movie until I wrote their name down and went, oh yeah, that's, sort of me showing my hand a little bit in terms of the new characters that we've got introduced in this movie. <laughs> okay. Like three teenage girls, um, you know, the adult man that's in this Like, ah. Anywho, it's been 29 years, not since I've watched <laughs> this movie, 29 years since um, the original. It's been a I long mean, time. I mean, I need to add here, thanks. I feel it's crucial now. I also watched this when it first came out and I did plan on doing a rewatch just like I did with Halloween Ends, but it didn't happen. It did not happen. So I guess the disclaimer with this <laughs> review for... <laughs> no, the disclaimer, anybody listening, take this with a pinch of salt. <laughs> Whatever. We're, we're going to talk about things that possibly didn't happen in the movie, things that we've just dreamt of after the fact, just made up. Uh, or we're going to miss crucial bits of plot. <laughs> Whatever. I don't well, think we... Stick, if it didn't stick in our mind, clearly that's a bit of commentary on the film. <laughs> I don't think How's we're going to miss plot. That's fine. <laughs> but I don't think we're going to miss plot. I remember the characters. I feel like, just like most people, we've talked about the idea of a sequel to Hocus Pocus. Mm. And we asked for it. They've made it. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> and put it back. <laughs> Just put it back. I mean, it's end credits so rolled, off. and I was like, yeah, I didn't need that. I didn't need that. The things at times are like, oh, this is quite good. Oh, they're just referencing that first movie again. Like when you it had. It's a bit like that. It's yeah. the, the good stuff that's in it is the sort of the nostalgia trip that they're taking you on because they're referencing that first movie. And then you see it and you're like, oh, I should have just watched the first movie again. I got about 20 minutes into this and I was like, nah, this isn't working for me. And I knew I'd made up my mind then. And maybe a little part of me checked out and that's why I don't remember much of it. But I watched the whole movie. I did, I swear. <laughs> I've got to be honest, this is one, I mean, we talked about, because again, you know, recently being on hiatus for a few months and 
movies that had come out during that time, what are we going to catch up on? When we put the list together, it ended up being six films. Maybe I could have taken this all or just left it all together. But the reason why I wanted us to cover it, good or bad, is just how much I love that first film. Like most people, I'm going to say our age, we do have a slight age gap, but of a certain generation, that first movie really holds up. And I've watched it many, many times, including just before this sequel came out. I had a rewatch. It's a film that I watched when I was a kid. It's a film that I've watched with my kids now, age 10 and 5. They really like that first movie. But, I mean, like that first movie was, being a PG, a Disney film, it is a kid's film. It's a family film. And this movie is hitting those same beats. I'm not saying it's as good because it isn't, but watching it with my kids, like they pretty much enjoyed it as much as they enjoyed that first one, like because it's still about witches, it's the same witch characters that are coming back. Ah, I, I, I don't know. I think it worked in the way that Disney Plus intended it to work, but there's been so many like sequels that we get so many years after the fact where no matter how old you were then, you can watch the sequel now and really enjoy it. This movie just hit that mark. But it, it seemed to have worked as a kid's movie, though. And I think sometimes we have to look at it that way as well. Like, uh, is our love and adoration of whatever that original material was, is that just the nostalgia that we can't shake off? We have that uh, attachment to that film. And then when they try and do an updated thing of it or, a, you know, a sequel or something, it just doesn't land hit the same way. But when we really critique that first one maybe it's not actually as amazing as we think it is because i mean sometimes i watch i watch hocus pocus and i'm like like i don't have the the crazy love for it that i know some people do you know they watch it every halloween like it's their it's their go-to film it's like like i like it i don't love it and i can poke holes at it like it's not a perfect movie and you're right it's it's essentially like it's on the level of a Disney Channel type movie. It's made for for that younger audience. It's a little bit cheesy. It's a little bit corny. It's a little bit goofy, but there's a charm and there's something that works about it. And I think when we're just getting sort of like a replicated version of it, it you can't help but feel that it's something a little bit lesser. And maybe there's merit to that. And maybe that's just us being old fogies being like, nah, it's not as good as that first one, whatever. It's how we feel, but it is interesting to sort of take those two, take those um, two stances. Now, speaking of old fogies, nah, I'm just joking. But um, the Sanderson sisters, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's not. I mean, nice to be to fair, the they they're not pretty damn good for their ages. I look their ages. Yeah, like, and really? they are all back. in her seventies, man. <laughs> she, apparently, I mean, she she was the main one driving the sequel. This happened because of her, because she wanted it to happen. Her involvement that's what got everybody else back on board but going back to that first movie and you've got Sarah Jessica Parker as Sarah Sanderson so she's the youngest of the three sisters and come on we all fancied Sarah Sanderson like that's that's the character that's that's who she was she was the young attractive one and I've got to be honest and this is not I'm not talking about Sarah Jessica Parker just now we've got an actor who is older but he's still acting young and ditzy. It doesn't quite work the same. Like when they did Dumb and Dumber 2, 
the proper sequel, not when Harry met Lloyd, the prequel, but when Jim Carrey, Jeff Daniels came back. Mm-hmm. In 94, when they did Dumb and Dumber, and you had a younger Jim Carrey in his Lloyd Christmas. Yeah. And you, there's a certain charm the to it. The older they get, it gets kind of sad. Is it still? Yeah, that, that's it. When does it stop being funny and when does it just become sad? And The kid, the kid yeah. is bad Santa, bad Santa. In the second film, it's the same kid, but he's now like in his 20s acts the same way it's like oh it's not really funny anymore now it's kind of like yeah it's like help it's kind of sad i mean they, they're hundreds of years old though so i mean in a way it's not like i mean I yeah, the characters are but the but do you know what i mean but the age is like anyway it's just watching it's an thing. older god bless her an older sarah jessica parker doing what she does is a little bit yeah i don't know i did find like sort of even just like speaking of like the humor and like the goofiness of it all, like the opening the opening scene where it, where it is sort of back in the you know back in the Salem trial days, whatever decade it was, like I don't know, I just felt is very and maybe it was maybe it was because of what's his name Tony Hale doing his thing and what he was bringing to it. It just felt very like Saturday Night Live sketch. Kind of, I don't know, it just, I just feel like as an opener for the film, it, it just felt like, oh, this is the level this movie's going to be at, and it kind of just set a tone. And then when I don't, I don't know, but you get the you get the actual yeah, which is back in their full form. And well, before oh, that, the, in, they're doing the same thing. Yeah. They're doing the same thing though. But, you know, they are, they are. But just what you were just saying there, when you first see Tony Hale, and we get to see kid versions. Of the Sanderson oh, yeah, yeah, sisters, yeah, yeah, yeah. so we we'll we've got different actresses there, and and I guess you know again I wish it were my young girls, and maybe that's an in for them. Oh, okay, so we're going to get to see them as little girls, and I don't know. I guess it's an appeal hey, the, to that the girl. I didn't write their names there, but the girl that and I know it was prosthetics and stuff, but the girl that was playing the young Winifred with like the teeth. yes, yeah, and I'm like, a good job. Well, look, I know I know which ones which. Like they they did all right there, like it was. But they again, did. It was they did. Satirical. It it just felt that again added to the like the sketch kind of quality. I was just like, oh, okay, they're almost. It's almost like we're watching a parody of the sisters now. But well, it's it's, it's a different work. thing, isn't it? Is it's a different thing because Hocus Pocus was always a '90s movie. Yes, we had mm. the Sanderson sisters who was what 100 years old, but they were quickly in the modern day. Right, okay, it's a 90s movie. This one starts a little bit differently. As you say, you've got Tony Hale. First, we see him as Reverend Trask, and then later on, we see him as the mayor of Salem. But he's interacting with young characters. We've got Hannah Waddingham as Mother Witch, a mysterious and sinister witch who gifts the spell book to the sisters in the first place. That kind of sets it all off. I mean, I'm a big fan of Ted Lasso. Hannah Waddingham is in that. I thought maybe we were going to get a bit more of her, but she's not in it too much. And then there's other new characters that we get as well. Sam Richardson is Gilbert. He's the guy that owns the, what is it? A, it's not a bookstore, is it? It's like a magic, witch, witchcraft. It's He's like a, ma- a magic shop. <laughs> magic yeah, shop. That's it. Oh, that's it. Right. It literally has the name. Old Salem magic shops, so there you go. <laughs> Clues in the in the title. But you do find out that 
as a kid, so going back to that first movie, so they do reference it, going back to that first movie, as a kid, he he witnessed the Sanderson sisters doing their magic. And then you find out that he's the one that's involved in their eventual return. So he's to blame there. And then there's the young girls going into his shop. And, I mean, who have we got there? We've got Whitney Peake as Becca and uh, and May Izzy, played by Belissa Escobedo. So we get new young characters in there. Um, And Tony Hale, his character, he's got a daughter as well who gets involved uh, Lila Buckingham as Cassie Trask. So they're your new characters. They want her blood. Like there's the twist yeah, where they've. Like, that's it because she's a it descendant. All, it gets all high schooly and dark. It's a whole thing, isn't it? But I, I do yeah. like how they they do explain that you know because like obviously the candle they destroyed the candle or whatever they buried it, burnt it, something I don't know. Whatever you do with the candle. But Sam Richardson's character is involved in recreating it. So they explain that. They explain why the Sanderson sisters look a little bit older than they did <laughs> in the previous movie. No, yeah. well, they make it an in-story in, in kind of thing. It's like, you know, because they failed to drink the blood of children or whatever they do, the sick bitches. That <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, you know, they're withering away. It's it's all it's all happening. So yeah, you know, a lot of questions that I had going into this movie were answered. So I appreciate that. But then yeah, like you said, all these new characters, I care not, I care not for most of what was happening. But you know what? We got some we got some uh some some songs. <laughs> Matt Midler doing a doing a thing. It's not that first movie though. It's not no, that first movie. It. I put a spell on you. I mean, honestly, the first time my kids watched that first movie in the car, it was on repeat. Again, again. They just wanted it again. And not necessarily the Bet Midler version, just in general. Like they really liked that song. And it's that thing, isn't it, where often a sequel, how many years later, will often do the same beats if it proved popular then, if it worked for the first movie. Let's not recreate the wheel. Let's do something very similar. So, yes, of course, we get another song in this movie. But it doesn't land, does it? Like no. you said, it, it, it doesn't feel the same. Um, I mean, but she's still got it. She can still absolutely out of tune. But I think the both the setting of, like, how the song was presented in the film, in this film, was like, I don't know, it just didn't didn't really land. And then there's all the, I think there's a lot of, like, forced humour. I mean, I think when you had them in the 90s and they were adapting to sort of the modern world and some of the technology, I think it sort of, it worked, like, you know, there was, it was a bit of, there was a bit of awkwardness and there was a bit of quirkiness on display, but then they sort of adapted and they got used to it, showing that it's like, oh, look, these these girls are pretty switched on. In this one, it's like, obviously, technology's advanced quite a bit more, you know, iPads and, you know, the bloody, uh, the vacuum cleaner, robot, dustbuster things, whatever they're called, like, that's the new, it's just <sighs> them running, yeah. them running around the, like the convenience store or the drugstore, whatever it is. I just felt that was 
Uh, it's felt very slapsticky and it did. Just... It did. And what you just said there, like even in silhouette, like from that first movie, when you had one of the sisters riding the nineties vacuum cleaner with yeah, the dust the bag. Stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Such a distinct silhouette. It's not the same in this movie, is it? <laughs> no, it's, it's like, just not the same. I'm trying to think, like, what other sci-fi character kind of moves around with, like, discs under their feet? I know there's someone who does. Is it something from, like, Tron or, like... Yeah, no, there is somebody, isn't there? Sonic? I don't know. No, is you're right, there is. Maybe? Like, oh, no, like... that, that absolutely is. Like, I feel like something we've even reviewed, like... Somebody on discs, anyway. Anyway, Hero you know, Six. I don't know. There's something. There's it something. Is, <laughs> it is. It is something. In this film, right? Kathy knew Jimmy. So, in that first film, she had like visually, like her mouth was crooked. Like that was the thing. Yeah, it was on the left or the right side or something. And it's on the opposite side in this film. To begin with, it's the same side. In the story. Winnie hits her and it moves to the other side. But in reality, the actress can no longer perform it without being in pain on that yeah, side of her face. That other side is, it hurts too much. Yeah, so, so, maybe she, not a, so she obviously, you know, when putting the movie together, she shared that with them. It's like, oh, okay, we need to write a reason why it's going to be on the on the other side. But it reminded me <laughs> of... Like little Nicky, like you know, when he gets hit and he's like, Hey, I'm okay, he's hitting that anyway. It's ah, yeah, things to like, things to dislike. Oh, talking about things to like, we do have Doug Jones back reprising the role of Billy Butcherson. Good to see him back. I mean, recently we've been seeing him for a couple of years now, Star Trek Discovery as Saru and he is excellent on that show and he's popped up in various other things but for the longest time he was kind of like like he's been working for decades like a working actor and he does a lot of films with Del Toro but it was really nice to see him back I always like it when when we get to see him but there's quite a few characters from that first movie well, I'll say this. The actors don't come back, but the characters do. Which is like the like the devil and the like the, the husband and wife. The Well, with with that we get like a reference to them because both actors have since passed, but we, they yes. do give a reference or like a like a homage to them, which is which is nice. Which is nice, yeah. Well, what we do get is three standing extras who are portraying Max Dennison, Danny Dennison, and Alison Watts, the three protagonists from the first film, originally portrayed by Ormi Katz, Thora Birch, and Vanessa Shaw, in a and that's in a flashback sequence narrated by Gilbert to the Sanderson sisters, letting them know what had happened previously. So none of those actors are back, but we do see the characters, and it's really odd because I've read interviews with Thora Birch and stories just conflict. And then in some interviews, she's saying that she was actually going to be in the film, but then, you know, that classic scheduling conflicts. Of course, yeah, every time. You know, I just don't 
I just don't. She's hell busy. <laughs> I've, I've like I've also read or watched a video or something where it's like she's like no was never approached. No one's asked me. Like I'm waiting for a call. I'll I'll take it if they want. That's know, what they I mean. Be like yeah, look, I'm on the end of the phone. If they want to give me a call, I'll do it. Got nothing else done. <laughs> yeah. When saying that though, I just think so many years later. A new cast is the right way to go. A new cast outside of the Sanderson I mean, sisters. It, it can get tricky. Sometimes you don't want to. You don't want to fall into that trap of like, oh, have we just shoehorned this character in there? At the same time, in a movie that very clearly isn't afraid of diving into nostalgia and hooking us that way and making us all go whoa, and you know, younger audience, so it's like you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Getting some of us old folk back in and you know, getting a kick out of us. Why not have them pop up or aid in some way or another? I don't know. You know, Ghostbusters after style, they rock up at the end, proton packs, and they're just like, let's bust some witches. Let's do it. Um, I don't know. Look, I, I think maybe it would have been nice, but I guess whatever story they wanted to tell obviously didn't require them. The one thing I, I think I kind of wanted, though, was the cat's name Jinx? Was it Jinx? Jinx, yeah. Black cat. We see a black cat or multiple black cats. I don't know. Like a few times throughout this movie, and it kind of the movie just keeps hinting that it's like, oh, it could be that. It could be Jinx. No, but Jinx, no, no, Jinx no. would have died a long time ago. No, I'm pretty sure. Did no? Didn't Jinx? He he got reunited with with his sister, didn't he? He became human again. He, like he, he, he was a human ghost a at the end. Movie. Yeah, it, it turned back into. A boy, yeah. And then he was, yeah, he was, he was yeah. a ghost boy. Yeah, so he right. kind of. So it makes sense that he he wouldn't be in it. You know, you mentioned you know those people that watch Halloween or watch Hocus Pocus at Halloween. Yeah, I'm one of them. So, so I, I watch it quite often. Any any time I can bring with the fact that I went to Hawaii is always a good thing. So obviously, in technically the United States. Um, I, in 2018, actually, when Halloween came out, and on their freeform channel, whatever the hell that is, what they were doing is literally they would just be playing Hocus Pocus on a loop. Just, just the channel was just Hocus Pocus, wow. and then when that finished, Hocus Pocus would start. Is weird. So literally, like, you know, we'd come back from the beach or whatever, and it's like I don't know, the wife's in the shower <laughs> or whatnot, yeah. and I'm like flicking through channel, jump on freeform, halfway through Hocus Pocus. All right, I'll watch the end of it. Sure. I've, I've heard, I've heard other times in the US where they have channels where they just do that. They will just have a movie played on loop, and it's often tied in with the holidays. Yeah. The other one, or some sort of event, like yeah. But the the other one is a Christmas story. Like in the US, like whether it's on Christmas Day or lead up to Christmas, they just have a particular channel that just plays it on on a loop. And I've got to be honest. Because they'd made another one. Years ago, they made a sequel with another original cast, but then they made A Christmas Story Christmas. So because that was going to be available here on Binge in Australia, HBO Max in the US, I'm like, do you know what? I'll go back and I'll watch. But I'm not even going back. I'm going to watch A Christmas Story for the very first time. Just to see what all the fuss is about. It's a good film. Liked it. I enjoyed a Christmas Story Christmas, but I was really curious because it seems to be one of those films, that, and I've got it coming from the UK, and you'd have it being an Australian. There's certain things 
that are, whether it's film, TV, music, that are important to your country, and then anyone outside of the country that aren't familiar with yeah, you, just like, shocked. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> and a Christmas story for the US is that thing. Like, it's, I don't know, yeah. it, for some reason, it doesn't travel too far outside the US, it seems. I finally watched it, and I liked it. It's not Hocus Pocus. What are we doing? Let's um, <laughs> let's go back to Hocus Pocus 2. Um, well, let's just... Um, is there anything else? Well, I was just talking about a Christmas story, so I think we're done. I think we've done it. Yeah, we, we start talking about another movie that's usually the sign, so let's jump off that. Well, give us give us your rating if you were to rate Hocus Pocus 2 out of 5. Too many numbers there. You, you know what I'm saying? I do. This movie just fell flat for me. It really did. I enjoyed the experience of watching it with the family again being a sequel to a film that I grew up enjoying and liking very much, but it just it didn't work for me. You know, there's some new cast members that I do actually like in other things. What we're getting from the returning cast is great. It is good for the most part, but like they are those characters. They reprised them and they nailed it. But it it fell flat. It really did fall flat. And and again, like, you know, we are catching up on reviews and I just couldn't bring myself to watch it again. Like, it's on Disney Plus. It was a click away. And I thought, do you know what? I've seen it. I'm confident that I know enough of what happened to talk about it. But again, I said, take our reviews with a pinch of salt because we both watched it last year <laughs> when it first came out. Oh, man, I'm going to come in. I did say last year. Yeah. Like, it was three months ago. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I mean, to be fair, we are recording this on the 1st of January 2023, but it did come out last year. Oh, um, oh, I, two out of five. I'm going to come in at a... Two out of five. If you've got kids, I'm sure they'll find things to like about it. But if you're an adult, a parent like we are, and you liked that first movie, and it's like, hey, let's see what this uh, sequel's all about. Yeah, it fell flat. Two out of five. I, yeah, look, remember we were making a list of like, okay, what movies are we going to catch up on? I was like, you know what? If you wanted to just kind of take Hocus Pocus 2 off the list, I wouldn't be mad. I, <laughs> I remember. Like, look, I haven't got too much to say about it. Clearly, we have enough to at least fill this recording um, up, which is is great. Um, yeah, like I said, 20 minutes into it, I was like, oh, look, all the excitement's gone. I, no, this isn't working for me. Um, yeah, for some reason, it, it just wasn't, it just wasn't hitting, hitting the right chords. Um it's it's not like it's not terribly awful awful it just wasn't working for me but i can see and i think even after discussing it and i'm like yeah i can actually see it's probably closer in tone to the first film than i was giving it credit for so i guess there's some points there but like yeah i'm going to come in at a two out of five as well it's not the worst thing but it is it's nothing to sort of get excited about i couldn't I couldn't tell anyone to go out and watch it on the back of love in the first one, <laughs> except for pure curiosity and that alone. That's it. Both twos. Yeah. You gave two as well. Was it? Yeah. 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 Both gave two. Yeah. All right. Well, 
I've got some trivia to um to close out on and just because I'm I'm very thorough and good at what I do here, I didn't do any fact checking, so I don't know if this is true. So <laughs> much like this review, take this as a grain of salt. But IMD trivia page, where I'm at. Um, so if this is correct, it's kind of cool. If it is, I put a spell on you, the song in Hocus Pocus from '93, and one way or another in Hocus Pocus two. Apparently, both start at 58 minutes and 30 seconds. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? I don't know. So in in this <laughs> in, in this film, oh, actually, it could be the first one. In the first film, Winifred's intro begins before that time, but the music doesn't actually begin until fifteen minutes and thirty seconds. So both songs technically start at the exact same at the exact same timestamp. If anyone wants to fact check that and let me know, that'd be great. I'm not going to myself, so I'll just go to sleep pretending that it's true. And well, I I really appreciate that trivia because I didn't want to shine no more light on the fact that it's been so long since we've seen the film. When we're talking about the songs and the song... You couldn't remember the song, could you? No, I couldn't. <laughs> Absolutely couldn't. Love it. And it's really lucky because my backup <laughs> trivia was going to be all the other stuff you mentioned, like, you know, Nishani's mouth. Ooh, uh, you're welcome. There was something else you mentioned... Obviously, I mean, to be honest, like I've got I've got a history of doing that. <laughs> That's of just going early on your trivia unintentionally, That's mind. That's all right. Performance issues. It's all good. That's it for our review of Hocus Pocus 2. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We have a social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as that film studio podcast. And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. If you missed it, we recently reviewed Halloween Ends, and be sure to check out our next review, Clerks 3. We also have our Year in Review 2022 episode coming very soon. You've been listening to Jason and Luke, the guys from that film studio. 